Hello and welcome to the 159th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles, vocabulary, expressions, pronunciations, spelling, numbers, grammar, and of course, listening comprehension, which is what you're doing right now. And don't forget speaking. How can you improve your speaking by imitating me. It's funny, isn't it? But if you imitate me, you will improve your English. You will improve your speaking. I have a question for you. What time is it? Take a look right now at your watch or take a look at a clock <laughs> and tell me what time it is. We're going to look at the concept of telling time. Please repeat. Can you tell time? Can you tell time? Yes, we have the concept of telling time in English. We use this construction to tell time refers to the concept of being able to say what time it is. When we are little kids, they teach us how to tell time. What time is it? Let's see, it's 10 past two. Let's see, it's a quarter past eight. Let's see, it's 10 to 10. So my question for you is, how easy is it for you to tell time? And I ask that simply because there are little things in English that you think you know, and you probably do, but you haven't mastered them. For example, I am going to give you five sentences, and I want you to give me the question. Are you ready? Here's the answer. Number one, it's five o'clock. Number two, yes, she was sick. Number three, no, it wasn't cold. Number four, yes, I was at the party. Number five, they're not here because they're on vacation. Okay, so those are the five answers. Did you get the questions right? What's the question to number one? Is it five o'clock? What's the question to number two? Was she sick? Number three. Was it cold? Number four. Were you at the party? Number five. Why aren't they here? So the reason why I gave you those answers so that you could ask the question is to practice the interrogative. It's to practice asking questions. But have you noticed that all five of those statements use the verb to be? So even if it was remotely difficult for you to form those questions, you need to review the verb to be. Of course you do. And that's okay. But it needs to be automatic. A lot of times we try to progress in something without solidifying the foundations. Now, let's go back and talk about telling time. Imagine a circle. Think about how I pronounce that word. Circle. By the way, how do you spell the word circle? C-I-R-C-L-E. Please repeat. C-I-R-C-L-E. Okay, so let's imagine a circle. What does the circle represent? Well, the circle represents a clock face. And of course, <laughs> you could envision or imagine different types of clocks. 
I am thinking about an analog clock face. So draw a vertical line through the circle. Every time I think of circle, by the way, I think of vicious circle. I can't help it. Are you familiar with the expression vicious circle? What's a vicious circle? Well, a vicious circle is the concept of one problem causing another problem. And then that problem makes the original problem even worse, and it becomes a vicious circle. Please repeat, vicious. How do you spell vicious? V-I-C-I-O-U-S. Please repeat, V-I-C-I-O-U-S, vicious. So a good example would be the economy, right? The economy is not creating jobs because we aren't spending any money, but we aren't spending any money because the economy isn't creating any jobs. This is a vicious circle. That reminds me of an expression that my sister uses a lot, and it's very popular in the United States right now, to circle back. Please repeat, circle back. The expression is used a lot in the world of business, and it means to go back to a conversation or to return to a discussion later on in the future. You and I could be having a conversation right now, and we have to finish. Crosby's Nine has finished. We have to stop the session. But tomorrow, let's revisit this. Tomorrow, let's circle back and talk about telling time. <laughs> let's circle back. Now, I'm laughing because, interestingly, this expression is very much disliked as well. Do you know these expressions that people use all the time and they become a little bit overused? In fact, circle back became one of the most used and one of the most hated expressions in the United States in the last couple years. Hey, let's circle back and talk about that. Well, tomorrow we can circle back and etc. You understand. So you can use it. It's pretty cool. Just so you know. Let's go back to telling time. Now we have a circle divided into two halves, right? You have drawn a vertical line through the circle and the circle represents the clock face, the half on the right side, and we have the half on the left side. Now, let's look at the hands. Yeah, the hands. I have a question. How many hands does a clock have? It has two hands, at least two hands. It could have three. So the little hand is called the hour hand, and the hour hand makes two revolutions in a day. The big hand is called the minute hand, and the minute hand makes one revolution every hour. And if we have a third hand, which is the hand that makes one revolution per minute, it's called the second hand. That is very strange. So we have the hour hand and the minute hand and the second hand. And the second hand is the hand that makes one revolution per minute. Tick, 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 tick. It's the hand that we see ticking. So not all clocks have second hands, but most watches do. So let's simplify telling time. If the big hand or the minute hand is on the right side of our clock face, we say past. And if the big hand or the minute hand is on the left side of our clock face, we say two. Now we can use the same thing for a quarter past 
and a quarter to. Right? If it's 15 minutes past the hour, we say it's a quarter past. And if it's 15 minutes to the hour, we simply say it's a quarter to. Lastly, if it's 30 minutes past the hour, let's say, for example, it's half past three, it's just easier to say 3.30. Find a consistent way to tell time so that you're not constantly making mistakes. Now, a lot of times, this has to do with whether you are looking at an analog clock or a digital clock. When I was talking about the big hand and the little hand, I thought of the expression to give somebody a big hand. Hey, let's give her a big hand. Congratulations, right? To give somebody a big hand is to applaud enthusiastically. Hey, one question regarding watches and clocks. Does anybody out there still use a winding watch? Please repeat. Does anybody out there still use a winding watch? Not self-winding, not automatic, but I'm talking about the type of watch that you have to wind. Are you familiar with the verb to wind? It's to turn something or to cause something to turn. Remember the old watches? Zip, 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 zip. That's my way of indicating winding a watch manually. Zip, 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 zip. I remember my father used to wind his watch every morning. Zip, zip, zip. And I only have one winding watch. It's a Mickey Mouse watch that my parents gave me for my ninth birthday. Please go back and listen to this. Listen to it a couple times and then go out into the world and make a ton of mistakes. It doesn't matter if you make a mistake in English. And you will see that, yes, indeed, your English will improve. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.